I had like more than a few dreams of black bears. Um, they would break into my house and um, actually one night I did see a black bear down the street one time, um, but apparently it means that you're angry at someone. Um, I also had a dream that I went to England a couple times, actually two dreams, and both times I ended up going to England. I had a dream, the second time I had a dream of England, I woke up that morning and booked a ticket, or booked a flight to England, and I went for, like, for two months, and yeah, and... I don't need any drugs because I daydream enough and I think I'm good without them. Thank you for listening. You ready for Freddy? <laughs> now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Korea. I like how they call him the creator, too. I not, like that, not too. In one, not in one scene of that movie did they say God. Never said God. I never noticed said that, God. too. They said the creator. The creator is Which what they makes said. Which makes it make something. When you think of God, it's almost like a boss. Mm-hmm. Like you, Not all the time do you the like The word God boss, has a bad rap. You know? Pretty bad but rap. But when you have a creator, like I can call my parents a creator. I love my parents, you know? They There's created you. There's a big you. difference. They created me, so I like that ver- that. I like that expression to whatever is out there. I would have preferred the architect. The <laughs> no, I like matrix. The architecture. <laughs> or the programmer. The, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the network technician. The matrix. <laughs> and so the creator God spoke to Noah. I have decided that the end has come for all living things. For the earth is full of lawlessness and violence because of them. So now I will destroy them and the entire earth. Then the Lord God said to Noah, I am going to send the flood, the waters on earth, to destroy all living things with the breath of life under heaven. Everything on earth is to perish. But with you, Noah, I will make a pact. With you, I will establish my covenant. Behold, you will build an ark. Damn. You ever had those dreams where, like, it just feels like it's so real, and you wake up, and you're feeling like, no, no, that was real. This is not real. But you're kind of like leaving that realm. So it's like that transition into the real world, which we call the real world. And you're leaving. Your your mind is kind of detaching. Because it's still attached. But it's like little by little trying to grasp. You know, it's like trying to claw at the dream. Hanging on by the claws. And it's just slipping away. The memories are slipping away. But it felt so real. I had one of those dreams today. Kind of like, oh, here's a good example. Remember the movie Looper when Bruce Willis 
his memories are leaving him of his wife, his Chinese wife that he had because his, his past is being altered and he, his memories are just leaving him because the past is changing, but he's still attached to it because it was so real to him. He was there. That's how it feels like to me, at least I had this fucked up drink today. (laughs) I was at the church where I grew up in my wife's past. My wife's dad was the pastor. Um, it wasn't the same building though. It was a different building with a lot of windows. People could see from the outside and it was, uh, during worship for some reason I wasn't in the worship group. I used to be in the worship group. I used to play the, the keyboard, the piano. Um, sometimes I would lead the worship. I was a worship leader for the youth, but no, not in this dream. This dream, I was like an usher or something. And, uh, it was packed. The worship was going on and there was a bunch of girls like for some reason there was a bunch of girls that looked like you know they look pretty they're good looking they had curves and you could tell they had curves because it just they had these tight dresses it straight up looked like they were going to the club you know except they were wearing like church dresses some are long like the one piece I'm telling you, it's very vivid to me. I can still remember. I have memories of it. It just happened this morning. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're, they're like cheetah print, you know. They're, they were like Latina girls, white girls, black girls, just like the the type of girls that go to the club, you know, and twerk. <laughs> um, well, guess what? They started twerking. <laughs> During the worship, um, everybody's clapping, praising the Lord, and then they start shaking the ass, twerking. Some of them start like putting one foot on a chair, one foot on the floor, like they straight up ratchet strippers, just twerking, and, and they're just worshiping God though. Like they're they're not like you ever see somebody worship like videos, their eyes are closed their mouths are open like you know worshiping there's like like i don't know yelling making some noise i love you jesus or whatever you know um singing the sing along to the song but they're straight up just shaking that ass bro like like mystical shake that ass like if they were worshiping to that song <laughs> so fucking crazy and then the real christians i was one of the real christians by the way um they start getting offended and even though i'm making this up in my head right it's my own fucking brain creating this dream i get offended (laughs) me and a a group of christians and then oh one of the reasons we start noticing like um this is not right it doesn't look good for the church um remember i mentioned there's a lot of windows so people from outside start videotaping, you know, recording with their phones and they're putting it online and I could see it online already. I could see it's going viral. Oh, people twerking at church. It was like just a phenomenon. It was like a weird church where twerking is embraced, you know? So people from outside recording people from inside. Some people are not worshiping anymore. Now they're like, uh, they're just watching the, the fucking girls twerking. 
So there is a huge distraction, right? So uh, I and several other real Christians get offended and we we bring it up to the pastor, my father-in-law. And then uh, we're, we're kind of outraged. We're like, we, we can't have this happen in our church. It doesn't look good. And then he's like, well, you know, um, strippers need Jesus too. And he didn't really say strippers in Spanish. He said, you know, mujeres de la calle. Oh, I guess I could have said that. I could have just ladies of the night, kind of like street people from the street need Jesus too. And then I understood what he meant. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't argue that, you know, I'm like, yeah, they need Jesus too. That's true. Um, so they're worshiping and I was offended. <clears throat> so it gets down to the point where a group of um, people at the church, they're like, either they leave or we leave. And somehow all of a sudden the cops get involved. I'm telling you, it's very disruptive. It turns into a fucking club, bro. If you could think about it, like, here's a good example, too. Remember uh, Don't Be a Menace Friday? <laughs> Where they're all dancing and freaking on the floor, and then all of a sudden you see a couple butt naked just fucking. <laughs> they didn't get naked, but it started getting crazy. Like, guys started dancing with them, perreando, that reggaeton style where you just get behind and you start humping but with clothes on so the cops get involved and then the cops start kicking them out and my father father-in-law the pastor he's just you know he's he, he agrees he's like yeah well i guess it's time to go but at first he was embracing it you know he's being um he was showing the love of jesus uh <laughs> but but then they get kicked out and then they're outside of the church and you could see from the inside because there's a lot of you know it's a lot of windows and they're outside just fucking they're still twerking and just yelling <clears throat> at the at, you know at the church yelling like what the hell is your problem why you kicked me out like just straight up ratchet you know when you watch those videos of people getting kicked out you know and i'm telling you it was like puerto rican girls like that new york puerto rican ac accent fucking attitude and you know what's your problem What's your problem? You can't do that to me. You know, like, they're yelling, and I'm in the inside kind of scared, like, oh, shit. This is not going to look good for the church now. And um, and then I woke up. <laughs> Fucking dreams are stupid, man. Why do, why do we dream stupid shit like this? I, I, I mean, people, I don't like to be superstitious. I don't like to lean on too much on the skeptic side also. I don't like to go, you know, just on one side and say, no, they really mean something. And then, at, you know, maybe, but not this one. What are we going to, we're going to translate this to like, yeah, j strippers and, you know, they need Jesus too. And uh, like, if I was a Christian, I guess I would translate it that way. <clears throat> maybe create a, a outreach church right to reach out maybe this was a message from god how about that but it's crazy here's the way i look at it though i think a lot of it has to do with stuff that have been in my subconscious 
you know, like things that I've seen. And, and then uh, your brain somehow, it's so fucking crazy the way it works and it puts, puts it all together. It just combines things and it creates a story, a narrative. So bizarre, so bizarre. But sometimes you have some dreams that, I've had dreams that, I don't want to say predict, but things that happen that no one told me and then you find out and you're like, ah, why didn't I say something? I should have said something, you know? But you're like, no, I kept it to myself. Now everybody's just going to be like, ah, you didn't predict nothing. If you predicted it, you should have said something. And that's the problem. That's the problem with psychics. Psychics fucking, they try to predict so much shit that like, then they look like fools when the shit doesn't really happen, right? Like a false prophet. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Alyssa Harder, by the way. Shout out to Alyssa in the beginning of this podcast. You heard her voicemail of her dreams. Uh, pretty wild, right? If you have dreams, uh, even if it's not on this, uh, you know, in the next episode or whatever, in the next few weeks, even if you hear this like months from now, shoot us a voicemail. You'll, in the description of the podcast, you could click on the link for Anchor and you can leave a voicemail. It's only a minute long. If you want to leave... Uh, you know, two-parter. That's fine, too. I'll put them together. So, yeah. On the bottom of the description of this episode, click on the link. Leave us a voicemail on anything you want. Virtually anything. If you want to give feedback on the podcast. Sometimes I have some um, feedback through inbox. Uh, you could tag us. You know, all that is always appreciated. I love you. Thank you for doing that. Take screenshots of the episode and share them. You're all fucking amazing um thank you for doing that sincerely uh if you leave us a voicemail i want to hear you on the beginning of the podcast so that'd be pretty cool too so thank you uh oh i had a delicious breakfast today uh lizzie bought this bread i'm not i'm trying i'm not doing keto by the way i'm just i am trying to keep it low carb you know consume less shitty calories but Anyway, these bread slices, they're like about, I don't know, 60 or 70 each slice of bread. So it's not that much. The fiber's high on it. And it, the carbs are low. So that's pretty cool, right? And it doesn't taste like shit. I hate those grain, you know, those Ezekiel bread. I can't, I just can't do those. I don't, the grains and all that. Uh, to me, that's not the way bread should taste like even though maybe that's the real bread from the ancient ones but i like white bread okay or just regular wheat bread i don't want to taste fucking grains in my bread okay so anyway lizzie got me this bread and made me a amazing breakfast sandwich today she threw ham a little bit of ham yeah some eggs some cheese onions and uh tomatoes and she toasted it in our little toaster oven it tasted like a grilled cheese sandwich so with steroids in it though you know like egg and ham in a grilled cheese fuck yeah tomato and then some uh new mexico 
green chili. Amazing breakfast. Amazing. It tasted so good. Another reason it tasted so good is because I was hungry as fuck. <laughs> it's been helping so much. Just a little update from last week, guys. I weighed 251 last week. Today I weighed in at 246. I was afraid. I really was because I haven't been um, too, like, crazy as I have before in the diet, on the diet, you know. But I've been stressing it to really eat early. Last night, I ate, like, around 530 and I had not ate since. And right now it's about 9 a.m. So what is that? Almost 16 hours, right? Yeah, almost 16 hours. Um, let's see. Let's say if it was 5 o'clock, 7 hours at midnight, 9 hours now. All right, so it's, yeah, 7, 9. Yeah, it's almost 6. Yeah, almost 16 hours. So I did around 15 hours, right? I might be wrong on my math. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking great. I've been doing the intermittent fasting 14 to 16 hours. I have my little timer on my app on my phone. It helps a lot. But the best thing is eating when you're hungry instead of just eating when just to eat, you know, just out of gluttony. It, it, feels, it feels and it tastes so fucking good. And it feels like I deserve it too. Even though I'm eating some bread and cheese and all that. But man, it feels good. Exercising. So I got a new, a new weight, a uh, new bench. And it's fucking amazing. Bought for like 130 bucks on Amazon. It's called Flybird. It's, if you look it up on Amazon, it's uh, the black one. There's another one with um, red stripes on it. That one looked like it's a little bit more flimsy. It holds less weight. This one holds up to like 500 pounds if you're benching free weights. So I've been doing some benching, you know, free weights, doing some squats, doing some jump rope. I saw this, uh, I found this YouTube video I've been using. Uh, once I graduate from beginner, I'm going to switch it up, but it's beginner jump rope. I think it's from these guys called jump rope dudes. And it's been fucking awesome like I can't keep up 100% that's why I haven't graduated from it yet but you jump rope for like 20 seconds then you rest 10 seconds and then he has you do like air squats rest 10 seconds so it's 20 seconds and 10 seconds rest for 10 minutes and there's one part where he does push-ups for 20 seconds whatever you could do at your own pace and then you do uh, high knee kicks Kind of like what John Joyce sent me a while back. He sent me a really good video. I'm going to go back to that one as well. He sent me a really good hit workout video. And he was doing it like three times a week. And he lost a lot of weight. My buddy John Joyce from uh, from England. Who we'll have on the podcast soon. Um, but it's kind of like that. And it's been helping a lot. It makes me feel good throughout the day been eating some almonds you know some snacks here and there some cheese sticks i know i'm not doing the whole keto thing but i am trying to watch what i eat as far as like staying away from fries pasta you know the, the heavy carbs yeah so I'm, i've been staying away from that and biggest thing for me guys biggest thing is not eating past like at the most seven you know 
three, four hours before going to bed, it's been helping me a lot. And I, you lose weight during your sleep. It's so weird. So weird. Like, you could weigh yourself at night after you piss. You do your last piss and then weigh yourself in the morning. You could even do it before you piss in the morning. Um, you'll weigh less. You lose, like, one or two pounds at night. I don't know how that shit works. If you know, let me know. Send, send us a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, that's another excuse. Send us a voicemail. Give us your expertise. Um, oh, uh, I do got to say, speaking about the whole acid, acid reflex last week, right? Um, how, well, listen to the last episode, you know, something that could help with acid reflex is, um, pickles and pickle juice. I did not know this. One of our listeners, uh, my buddy against hacks. I call my buddy. I don't know him, but he's a cool dude. He listens to a podcast. He's always either taking screenshots and sharing there, giving feedback. It's, I really appreciate it. So I, I consider that my buddy, even though I can't, I don't know your face against hacks shows your face. Do you have an Instagram, Facebook? If you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. I still appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, but against hacks on Twitter, cool dude. Very supportive, man. I, I really like this dude. Anyway, he sent me this really cool video about people that have acid reflex and how pickle juice and eating pickles helped a lot. And I've, I've been doing it. I love pickles. I already eat pickles. But now, like after dinner, that's a good thing to eat. You know how some people do the um, apple cider vinegar? You know, because it helps out with um, digestion. I don't know what it is. But anyway, he sent this video. I'm going to see if I can click on it. If you look up, look up on YouTube... Curing your acid reflex, reflux and GERD yourself. Just type that in. GERD, G-E-R-D. You'll watch this video of this lady that she used to take Pepsi AC and all kinds of medications. And finally, somehow she found out that pickles help. And back in the day, they would always serve you pickles with your meals. Uh, that's part of the video as well. And there was a reason for that. It's because it helps with the acid in your stomach. Who the fuck knew that, huh? Who knew? So that's been helping too. I like that. Like I said, I really like pickles. So that that's pretty cool. Um, haven't had an incident since. And it's been a combination of also, like I said, eating better. What's part of eating better for me? I've been cutting back on spicy food, especially the last meal of the day. In the morning, uh, I'll get away with it, but I need it. You know, it's been changing. Like, I challenged myself to eat some meals without throwing the hot sauce. I carry a lunchbox with me with two, about three hot sauces in it. I think I have four. <laughs> four different ones. Um, and I've challenged myself sometimes, like, for my lunch hour... Just to eat without making it spicy. And man, it's not that bad. I feel like I'm torturing myself and then I start enjoying the flavors. The, it sounds very 
I don't know, I think it sounds kind of like, what the hell's wrong with me? Like, did I not enjoy the flavors before? I think I did, but the problem is that I was so concerned that I wasn't going to enjoy it if I didn't suffer, <laughs> if my stomach, if I didn't get fucking uh, spraying diarrhea afterwards, I wasn't going to enjoy the food, <laughs> if my mouth isn't uh, burning, if I'm not sweating from my head, I, I have this fear of like, oh, maybe I won't enjoy it, maybe it's not a fear, just like this thought, it's just train of thought, and it's pretty idiotic, right, it's dumb. Like, no, you're going to enjoy it. Trust me. How do other people enjoy their food? So that's been something. I've been changing my habits on eating. Uh, trying not to eat spicy food as much. And if I do add spice, add it for the flavor, for the enjoyment of the actual hot sauce, not just the, the pain. <laughs> that's been a huge game changer for me and it's only been a week guys i get it it's just a week it's only been five pounds oh it's water weight okay but i feel better in just a week so i recommend that i recommend that to anybody if you want to feel better if you feel disgusting i've always had this uh mentality of like just make some changes and watch you'll see some results in a week just in a week. I've always had that mentality. I've heard Michael Dolce talk about it. He says three weeks. And I've heard him say one week too. Just the minor changes. Make some minor changes in your life. Your diet. Your lifestyle. Cut back on on the things you do. Uh, baby steps. Not huge steps. Just baby steps, right? Like let's say you eat your breakfast with... Um, you know, two slices of bread. Yeah. Two slices of bread every breakfast. Try to eat one morning with one slice of bread. Just cut it back. Just cut it back. Start cutting back little things, little by little. You eat late at 8 o'clock. Try to eat at 7, just one hour earlier. Don't kill yourself. Just try it little by little, you know? You're going to see some results. And these results are going to be uh, what pushes you to keep doing it. You're going to want to keep doing it because um, it's motivation. It's evidence. When you see that evidence, oh, shit, I'm making, I'm making some gains, man. It's like a pat in the back, you know? So, there you go. Just wanted to give an intro, introduction to this episode and give you an update. Talk about my stupid dream. If you have a stupid dream, I want to hear it. I don't care how stupid it is, how stupid you think it is, how stupid the world tells you it is. I want to hear it. Let us know. Let us know. Leave a, a voicemail on the, uh, through the Anchor app. Uh, today on the podcast, <laughs> I have my buddy, um, Sammy Solorio, who was on the episode, uh, the previous episode. And the previous episode, we did it remotely. And it was pretty cool talking to my friend, catching up with him. And we mentioned we had done uh, some previous episodes a while back. And and they were a lot of fun. I always have a lot of fun with uh, Sammy. 
you know, we go back a long, long time, like, till he was a baby, before he was born, his family, the Osuna family, they're the ones that um, got my family to go to church back in the early 80s in Lake Tahoe, and so, anyway, this episode is really cool, we recorded it back in 2014, yeah, April 26th, April 25th, 2014, yeah, uh, it was from episode 20 of Thanks for the Invite podcast. And we really opened up on our faith. Don't discard this episode just because it's a re-upload. This is a really good episode. The only thing topical about it is that we talk about the movie Noah that had come out that summer or that uh, spring. Is it spring? April spring? Yeah. That year. <laughs> Uh, Russell Crowe had this shitty movie called uh, Noah. But we actually kind of liked it. Uh, We talk about it, but we mostly focus our conversation on the way we see things now that we're growing up. You know, and we reflect on growing up being very religious. So it's a really good episode. You can't really hear it uh, through the Anchor app because the Anchor app only goes back to like my 170 something episode so this is from episode 20 guys so i really want you to hear this enjoy it give me feedback take a screenshot tell me what you think if you grew up as a religious person as well how you feel about it now like i said you can leave us those voicemails on the app and i'll play them on here uh if you just want to keep it private send me a message let us know what you feel about it you know it's always welcome so i appreciate you but I, this episode really got us in trouble, by the way. We talk about it, how we don't want to insult anybody. We were, <laughs> I got in trouble. I got, I have family members that did not like what I had to say. So, um, it's in the past now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and I really, I really don't care. <laughs> I used to be, you could hear on this episode, we were very careful. Sammy was like, He's more out of the closet now than he was in this episode, uh, for sure. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to... I don't mean out of the closet in the gay part. I mean, like, in the religious part. I was pretty much in the closet still, in the religious part. I was, like, hiding in the in there, like, trying to not really show that I wasn't a Christian. Now I don't care. Me, as far as I can speak for myself, I don't care. Um, definitely not a Christian. I'm not an atheist. Um, and, and I embrace anybody that has a faith and I, I still feel that way, but I'm definitely not trying to hide that I'm not a Christian. I used to try to just, oh, I'm just a backsliding Christian. That's, I try, I I used to try to go, uh, you know, if you're familiar with Christianity, uh, when you fall away from the faith, you're a backslider. And then eventually you'll come back. Uh, for Mormons, they call them Jack Mormons, I believe. When you fall away, you know, and you get excommunicated, Jack Mormon. But eventually they want you to come back to faith. Well, that's not the case. I don't think it's going to happen with me. I really don't. I see things so much differently now. Uh, but I have a lot of respect. A lot of respect for Christianity and religion. 
I have family members that are religious and some of them are uh, very, very, like they're like the, the way Christianity should be, super loving, they don't judge me, uh, they don't judge others, they, they, you just see the love of, of uh, Christ, you know, the way Christ was in the Bible, uh, not the whipping part where he beat up people for selling stuff at the temple, but you know, the loveful part where he's very gentle, very caring, very loveful towards everybody, giving that kind of aspect you know um not to say that him beating up the dudes selling shit at the temple was bad that's good too uh they were not supposed to be doing that but you know what i mean the love of christ you know how joe rogan has that one friend that lives in africa or helps you know he builds wells for that for people out there for the kids and that kind of person the people that give themselves you know and surrender their desires you know for others selfless there you go selfless christians the kind of christians that are just very giving and loveful i know christians like that i really do i know great christians like that and i've talked about my friend doughboy uh, he's one of them and oh on this episode six years ago i talked about him boom nice fucking yeah it's like a callback before you hear it oh uh, okay but you know my mother-in-law lizzie's mom is one of those people she's an amazing person my mother amazing person uh there's a lot of great people that are in faith so i i'm not the kind of person that's like i left faith and i'm angry at it no i make fun of it because there's a lot of people that are you know they're trying to act like they're real christians and they're living a different life um <clears throat> you know I used to be one of them and I always felt like you gotta either have one foot both feet in all the way or just leave it and I left it I I was I got tired of living a double life I really did I, I was living a double life I think a lot of Christians do I guess we all do right um but yeah and the reason I say I double life, not because I was trying to be a Christian and try to fit in with the secular world. No, no, I was living a double life because I was starting to think outside of the box and I was hiding my feelings as far as my thoughts and my worldview of religion and the Bible. And I was trying to pretend I was still down with it. That's what I mean by a double life. Yeah. I'll get more into that in the future. I really do. I want to get more into the whole aspect of how I came out of the religious closet. <laughs> and I brought all my dildos with me. All right, guys. Let's start this episode with Sammy Solorio uh, at Drama Boy X24. Let me make sure it's X24. Shout out, shout out to my boy George Pastor Toon. He's going to be. Um, we're going to do a podcast soon with Pastor Toon. That's another one of my great friends. Uh, he gave me the name Fred Wrecker. Drummer Boy X24 on Instagram. If you want to hit up Sammy, follow him. An amazing person, loveful person. Great dude. If he was a real Christian, he would be, he would be those kind of selfless Christians, I'm telling you. 
He's a, he's a giving person. He's such a, I, I don't know one person that does not like Sammy. Everybody I know loves Sammy. He's an amazing, beautiful person. Very funny comedian. And very fat. All right. Episode. I forgot what episode this is. But it was called, spoiler alert, Noah Built an Ark. But the title of this episode is going to be called Twerking for Jesus. Here we go. Enjoy. Oh, shout out to Barry Peterson for winning the On It Challenge. Hell yeah, my bro. Barry Peterson, you're a badass dude. Um, Brett Rivera, we're going to record tonight, hopefully, and that will be up soon. Enjoy, my friends. Sammy Solorio. And let them begin. Reporting all women to the church, bro. It's time. Sucking, no, what was it? Sucking motherfucker. Can you imagine somebody calling you that? Would you get pissed? If somebody called me a cunt sucking motherfucker? Yeah. I'd be like, what you call me? I called you a cunt sucking motherfucker. I'd, I'd feel pissed, but then I'd be like, thanks, what? bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you trying to insult me, mother? Oh, hey. What's up? Yeah, I am a cunt sucking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're not into that. I mean, unless you like vagina, but you don't like to suck on cunts, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's not true, I think, what they say about black dudes. They say that black dudes don't like to, uh, you know, suck the cunt. I never heard that. But that You ever hear again, that? It's a stereotype. But again, no, you know what I think it is? That black dudes don't like to eat pussy. No, well, I think it is that, that the porn industry, um, they focus on the black on black males having big big dicks mm -hmm. so they focus on that instead of anything else so maybe that's why they got that kind of theory yeah but i see i seen a lot of black dudes eat out girls on um like bang bus and uh what is it um porn hub is that what you call it i don't know i heard oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know my dad was telling me about that website <laughs> i heard red red tube <laughs> red tube Hey, tienes el retu, el retu. <laughs> el tubo rojo. Estoy mijo. estudiando, estoy estudiando para la predicación. <laughs> oh, es como man. el YouTube. Me and Sammy grew up uh, in church, very hardcore Christians, very, very hardcore. Um, I would say, I mean, you're still going to church, right? What's up with you? Well, um, I, my parents, my mom grew up Christian, my dad. Um, turned Christian yeah. when he was like 19. Mm -hmm. No, maybe he was like in his 20s. So I grew, pretty much grew up Christian. Uh, I started playing drums when I was five at church. Oh, wow. 
Um, so right now, my beliefs have shattered. Shattered, holy To crap. the ground. Really? And, I mean, when you grow up Christian, you grow up um, just that's all you know is Christianity. You don't know anything else because yeah. you're not allowed to because it's all the devil. Um, yeah. But now that I can think for myself um, and um, I get I get to experience the world of podcasts, <laughs> you know, listening to your show. Um, you only listen to my show when you're on it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. <laughs> Just answer, yeah, right away. No. What episode were you on? Uh, 12. The number 12. With I Abel. Mean. Yeah. Abel's introduction for reference. Yeah. Um, which is a good one. If you guys want to listen to it, go check it out. Give me a shout out. No, just kidding. So what were you saying? You, so you like uh, through pod- listening to podcasts and. So, you know, listening to other people's opinions mm-hmm. and thoughts um, made me open up my eyes to a different world. Yeah. Um, so right now, currently. Just more open, I guess you would say. like More open. To people's different people. Well, I've always I've always been open to uh-huh. other like religions. I've never been like the hateful type of Christian. Yeah, like my parents. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, but dude, growing up, um, I mean, what year were you born? 80s, 88. See, I was in '82. So, part of the '80s when we had a lot of like Hispanics coming from Central America and Mexico and bringing Christianity to Lake Tahoe, where we all used to live. Our families met. Your family, my family. Um, they're very, very hardcore, like legalistic Christians, because I remember your grandpa would tell us that the television was the devil pretty much, you know? And as the time progressed, then my brother-in-law at the point where we were already allowed to have televisions, like women would wear dresses. They weren't allowed to wear pants. Only skirts. Yeah. Yeah, Only skirts, no makeup. makeup. And then, uh, as it progressed, like in the nineties, where you were already a little kid and I was like in my teens already. Oh, when we you were allowed to have uh TV, but we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, we weren't allowed to watch Nick Jr. Beca- yeah, <laughs> Nick Jr. No, yeah, there was this show on Nick Jr., uh, Corella's Castle or something like that, or uh, I forgot, but because they had a, a wizard on there, oh, yeah, 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 they're like, oh no, that's that's uh, they have m- magic powers, that's devil worship, and yeah. Because they had a moon and, you know, on the, so yeah, it's like, it was a progression. And now we're at the point where like, oh shit, we have Christian rock. Now we can have <laughs> tattoos of Jesus on our body, <laughs> <laughs> crosses, POD, everything yeah. just changed, right? Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, we, we, we grew up very hardcore legalistic kids, man. You know, um, our parents try to really scare us into yeah, doing exactly. the right things. Uh-huh. Um, I remember when we were kids, uh, my parents used to used to have us look up to you um <laughs> and they told us that that you actually got kicked out of school for handing out bibles oh yeah, tell story. <laughs> um and turns out you really got kicked out of school because you were like masturbating in the bathroom or something <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you know we we used to we all grew up in church fred Riker's a, a musician as well and he was singing and we were all little bad kids, you know, running around church. And they used to tell us, see, you need to be like like Danny, um, a.k.a. Fred Reck. He, he got kicked out of school for for handing out Bibles. Um, so we, I always had this, this different mentality of who Danny was. 
I always thought that he was this good boy Christian kid. And <laughs> turns out he's actually the Antichrist. Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I remember when you told me that story, and I didn't know that. See, you, me and Sammy and several, it all started in one church in the 80s, a Christian church, a Spanish one. And as soon as people learn... <clears throat> A little bit about the Bible, everybody starts breaking off. So everybody starts their own church, and it just keeps breaking up. So I, eventually, me and Sammy didn't go to the same church. So in Sammy's church, I didn't know they had that perception perception of me, of uh, a good kid, because in my church, I was the bad kid, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah see, I don't know where that story started. I got kicked out because I was passing out Bibles. <laughs> see, that's that's what they told us, and I like I said, they I think our parents used any little thing to try to scare us into the Christian way. Mm -hmm. or the christ way so they would use everything for their leverage and advantage and you know doesn't doesn't really make sense because even if you were passing out bibles and you got kicked out of school you broke a rule so that's 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 against the bible isn't it (laughs) no you know what i think i think it kind of there was a little bit of truth in there though because after my incident with um the the car when i was 15 and I, i landed in juby uh, juvie for a couple days that's the first time I, I read a bible i picked up a bible there was a little red gideon's bible new testament in um my my cell and i was just reading it in revelation and from there like and then i started getting serious about going to church my my brother-in-law and my sister gloria were a huge influence on me that's crazy so <laughs> i got really serious about it and i used to pass out tracks you know the little bible tracks oh yeah, yeah. that's what i used to pass out not bibles though but, um, yeah, I used to pass out, but I never got in trouble about uh, with uh, no one, you know. Maybe, see, because I, I guess the the way, and I like this, the reference that they say about even religion is mm-hmm. um, it all ends up to be in the game of telephone, you know. So oh, I think, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I think yeah. what could have happened was maybe you did get kicked out of school. And then well, I did get kicked out of school. And then somehow <laughs> somebody heard yeah. that you were passing out those tracks and they just yeah. put two and two together. Like our, you know, Hispanics, mo- you know, they like to assume a lot of things. Yeah. Um, instead of looking into it or, or doing the research, so and they st- and I uh, and then they would see me at church playing the piano because I was the pianist for the worship team. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I could see that it's like a game of telephone. And then whenever your church would come and do a, uh, like when we had concerts, your church would come or we would go to your church events. The churches would reunite, and uh, and yeah, you guys would see me, and I think you guys had that perception. That's cool though. <laughs> no, I, I wish t- Donya's I mean, dad. I was talking that Lizzie's dad would uh, thought that of me because <laughs> he hated me. In all honesty, though, <laughs> um, to me, and I'm not, uh, no offense to you, Fred, but I was like, what a nerd. That is cool for passing out Bibles. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't that I was, um, I didn't think, like, bad of you. Yeah. You know, I just I just thought you were just another another I person who was kind of, I, I guess did, you could say brainwashed. I, I don't know. Well, I did. I did really get serious about learning the scriptures, the Bible, and I still like because I mean I've always liked history, um, where things come from, how did things happen, and I, I really got into really reading the Bible because I was very dedicated, very passionate about um, the scriptures. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I, I still know a lot about it. Uh, so when I when I hear people debate certain things and and. For example, I'll I'll listen to Rogan's podcast or somebody else, and somebody will bring up something that they're twisting it completely, and uh, 
that's why I like Rogan a lot, Joe Rogan, because Joe Rogan will call him out and be like, no, that's not really, even though he doesn't believe it, doesn't believe the Bible, he calls out and says, no, that's not the way it says. It says it like this. Yeah, he gives everything the benefit of the doubt, which is something exactly. I love about that podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I, I guess that's the way I feel now. Like, I still know a lot because I read a lot. I went to Bible college for a little bit. And Did I have you get kicked out? No, not there. <laughs> We're passing out uh, for condoms. <laughs> um, you know, churches do need to pass out condoms, dude. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's for sure. You yeah. know how many pregnant girls from our church, you know, because they didn't have condoms? If they would have passed out condoms, we would have less pregnant girls at church. See, and that's 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 one thing. Um, I had I have two uncles. Um, one one uncle would tell us he wasn't very religious. Mm-hmm. He was he was a cool. They were both the cool uncles, but this guy was the one more the more laid Marvin? back one. Um, no, he's another uncle. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is Luis. Um, oh, okay. And um, he was really cool because what I liked about him was it. You know, when we were only like 14, but he would tell us, you know, if you guys are going to mess around with girls or if you guys are doing, make sure you guys yeah. are using protection. Yeah, just be They honest. would tell us, you know, they, real. Would, they, they would they would tell us better to be safe than sorry. But then I had other uncles who would just be like, don't do it. Yeah, don't so do it. So it's like, you know, if if I ever do go into that situation, I'm not going to know what to do. I'm not going to know what to put on you're not gonna pre- or, You're not you know? going to be prepared. Yeah. yeah. In so the heat of the moment, you're just going to fucking put it in and you're going to keep going. And, oh, man. Boom. Fucking. It feels good. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> do that sound? Which one? The <laughs> when you come? Oh, like that. <laughs> Damn, bro, you need to go get that checked out because mine doesn't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, you're just doing it. It feels good. Feels good. All of a sudden, boom! You bust the nut. Now the girl's pregnant, and now you're an idiot, thirteen, twelve year old, or four. Uh, I don't want to say names, but. I know somebody from another church that got a girl pregnant for when he was 13 or 14, dude. How old was she? Uh, she was probably around the same age, 13 Damn. years old. They were in middle school, dude. And be- because of education, you're not fucking educating people. And I know I know the principle is you shouldn't have uh, sex before marriage, which that's what I did. But not everybody's going to do that, man. Not everybody's gonna listen to that. Yeah, the way the way I look at that is, it's it makes things easier mm-hmm. to wait till marriage mm-hmm. in a way. But then again, it's not for everybody, man. Yeah, it's not for everybody. My mine just happened to be an old fashioned story. What happened with us because of the dad was so strict, and we never saw each other. We never really dated before we got married, and it worked out for us. And who knows? I hope it keeps working out for us the next. And and you, th- what I what I admire about your relationship is. Um, Dude, you guys, you how 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 long do you guys have married? Like twenty seven uh, years. We're, yeah, twenty seven. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I, I married her when she was uh, uh, still sperm. <laughs> she was in her dad's why, ball that's sack. Why your dad that's why the dad was so protective. <laughs> she was like swimming around, playing in her in his balls, and I was I, I would just sit there and stare at his balls, and I'm being like, one day I'm gonna marry her. Your dad. <laughs> One day I'm gonna marry that daughter of yours. <laughs> She's such a great swimmer. Damn, um, <laughs> I like that backstroke. <laughs> uh, this in, in August is gonna be uh, nine years already. Damn, see, and and w- like I was saying, what I admire about your um, your relationship is, you guys have have grown together for a while. Nine years is a lot. Long, yeah, it is a long, long freaking time. Um, 
and you guys still don't have kids. You guys are trying mm-hmm. to do everything. You guys moved recently from Reno, which sucks. But you guys moved from Reno to Vegas. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing your thing. Danya's doing what she loves to do. She's obviously growing in her job, growing. Uh, you're, you're doing what you love to do, which yeah. is comedy, which is something you're freaking good at. That That's what I like. You know, yeah. a lot of people get married and have kids right away. And then, mm-hmm. you know, by the time they know it, nine years from now, they freaking hate each other. Yeah. They're not growing. They're going. They're actually, yeah. you know, going down, down, going down the drain. Yeah. And just they're trying to figure out when they messed up, you know, so. The hardest part about marriage or living together, being living together is pretty much like being married. You're living together. Is, you, there's not the only thing that's different is that you don't have a title. Marriage. That's all it is. It really is. It's a it's a contract. Yeah. Like Tom Likas says, it really is. Marriage is a contract. You're in partnership. You're a business partner with somebody. But the thing is that <coughs> marriage, the first two years, I'd say it could be different with everybody, but for us, the first two years was the hardest because. Now you're bringing. Now you're getting to know the real Lizzie, the real Danny. You know, so you're getting to learn the real person. You know, do you fart in the middle of the night when you're sleeping? Yes, she does a couple times. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> I, the worst. I heard it twice, and it was the it was the the darkest night ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I cried. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the worst. I've I you know, um, I've been with girls or whatever and mm-hmm. in the middle of the night it, when i barely know them and i can't fart holding my fart the whole night yeah. um there was actually a couple times where i had to make excuses in the morning that i had to go get something out of my car yeah um so that i can go outside mm-hmm. and bust some ass because yeah. holding that sucks. yeah because out of uh are you, are you comfortable with jamie to fart in front oh of her? yeah i'll, I'll fart in her face right now have you ever farted in her face? <laughs> no. Uh, no for everybody <laughs> listening, don't ever, ever do that. Don't, don't. It's not gonna look. I did it once. <laughs> N- are you kidding me, bro? You're giving this advice. You just <laughs> farted in my face, like two minutes when I was laying in the bed. Okay, but you're my boy. <laughs> okay, all right. I guess that makes a difference. But you. <laughs> but it was so little, though. Did you notice? I was standing there. I didn't think you were gonna notice. I even saw your pants move. Like I thought you, you <laughs> no. pooped yourself. It was like. There's like the air ones, like, and then you acted like if fart, if I farted in your mouth, it it had it didn't even get to leave my pants, it's and you acted like like you were about to barf. Okay, it's did it's, you smell it? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, okay. It's just the the matter that you did it, all right? That yeah. you would have farted, and you now now I'm in I can Vegas. say I farted in your face. Yeah, though. but I'm in Vegas. What if I get pink eye and I won't be able to go <laughs> out? Huh? That's what I'm worried about. Oh man, <laughs> don't kidding. talk about pink eye. <laughs> That just happened to me. Oh, well, it wasn't yeah. pink eye, but it was something similar. Gonorrhea. Yeah. Oh, but everybody, um, if you're in a relationship, fart in your friend's face. But never, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever fart in your girl's face. That she will never forgive you. So you've done that. I did it once, and I regret it. Because, look, first of all, <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what was going on in my head. I got up. I, I think I got a drink. Stomach, this is bro. before I, I was even like, I, you know, I was going to church very hard. So I wasn't even drinking. I was super stone cold sober. Okay. I don't know. I just went up to her. She was laying down on the couch. We we're watching TV. I didn't say nothing. I just walked up, <laughs> put my ass in front of her and, fought and spread my cheeks. I was wearing shorts though. Basketball shorts. Gray. They were gray shorts. And, um, and I just spread my cheeks and just straight up farted in her, in her face. She fucking almost puked and she exploded. She was pissed. 
And I'm all laughing. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And then all of a sudden I realized that's not funny. <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> it was not. I asked, asked Daniel when you see her. It did not go well. She was pissed. She's still pissed about it. When did that happen? This happened, I think, in our first year of being married. We oh, were living in our okay, okay. our little condo. Cause I thought you were going to say this happened like two weeks ago. No. Something <laughs> like, damn. No, it was, it was bad, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I, I don't even know. Like, you know how when you're a little oh. kid and you do something... Like let's say you like, have you ever like hit hit somebody in the head, and you don't know why you did it? Like with a bat? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, <not> what the <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done something? Okay, like my no, nephew. I know. Like you just hit. Like you just out of impulse. Yeah, you just. It's uh, like impulse. I don't know. It was really weird. I have no idea. Well, why I guess I did you know. Far- I mean, farting is a little different than hitting somebody in the head, but um, I could yeah. see. I could see it as a play. Uh, very the hitting in the head. The hitting. The hitting. <laughs> the hitting in the head comes from uh, my nephew, uh, Danny. Um, my oldest, he's my brother Carlos' son. He lives in Ventura, California. He's grown up. But when he was three years old, or f- no, he was five, out of nowhere, one day he hit me in the head. It wasn't a bat, though. It was like a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> like, For real. like a big one? No, it wasn't like, like a shovel. It was one of those shovels with um, that's like in a 90-degree an- angle. It's for like... Oh, for like gardening? Yeah. Like a little... He, I don't know why, dude. Uh, sweetest kid ever. He came behind me. I think I was like 13. Did you fart in his face too? No. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I don't know where he came over and he hit me in the back of the head and I fucking bled. Holy crap. So and he I was you good. Yeah, I was crying. I told him. And, oh, and I went up to him. I fucking slapped the head. I slapped him in the head so fucking hard. He deserved it. Sorry. Good. Sorry, Danny. I'm sorry. I love you. No, fuck you. He can probably kick my ass now. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're both sorry. But yeah, out of impulse. He does he doesn't know why. I don't know. Maybe fucking the Matrix was controlling him. <laughs> the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, well, he was ordered back, to do back it. Back in that day, it would have been the devil made him do it. The devil I back mean, in the day. Yeah. He probably was watching The Simpsons and the devil took over. Yeah. All hell broke loose. It's just impulse. I guess you do stuff. So don't the moral of the story is don't fart in your girl's face ever. But fart in your homie's face. If he's your real homie, he's gonna laugh, or he might punch you, chase you, but we're gonna laugh it off. Well, we're in a room, and I try to frog splash you from one bed to the <laughs> other, but you kind of ran a little too far. Yeah, I did run. And oh yeah, let's talk about where we're at right now. We're oh at, yeah, at El Cortez. We have we're looking at this beautiful view of Las Vegas. We can see the stratosphere. We can see the cranes up on the 14th floor. Yeah, that blue tower over there that hasn't been built. It's yeah, you can see all the strip, but we're staying in downtown Vegas. It's um, Friday, first Friday, baby. I've I've heard lots, lots about it. Once um, a month here in Vegas, they do this thing called First Friday. You heard what were you saying? Oh, that I, I mean, I never heard about it until until you told me. Yeah, and it wasn't even we didn't even plan to come for First Friday. We just this it is when I bought our tickets, and and turns out there's something some event called First Friday, which is supposed to be off the hook. When you you and Tommy told me you guys coming. Uh, this day i was stoked because i'm like i've been wanting you guys to do this it, it gets crazy uh downtown over here on fremont yeah. it, it gets really it's really really fun yeah, you just go wait. bar hop in and yeah it's pretty cool dude yeah, but um it's cool we're staying like right across from where this event's supposed to be or actually we're right right on it. yeah right on it el cortez right in the heart of it so it's a nice little hotel downstairs though man did you notice the smell in el cortez Smells like old people and cigarettes. Oh yeah, well, there's a lot of old people down there gambling. So yeah, it's like one of those smoking, one of those casinos. Where Which old I did win sixty nine bucks. Oh, you did win. You're yeah. on a streak right now. Um, kind kind of. Yesterday um, you won. At I MGM. won. Yeah, I put forty bucks on on black. 
and mm-hmm. I won, um, which rarely happens. I've done it like 80 times, and uh, yeah. this is the first time I ever win. I can't, I can't gamble, dude. Hold on. We'll pause it. Yeah, so this, this is really cool. This is one of my highlights about living out here in Vegas. When my friends come and visit, uh, they don't come here as often as I like, but when they come out here, it's always a blast. So we go to Reno, of course, quite a bit. We try to go like three, three, four times a year. Book a show while I'm over there at Reno Tahoe Comedy. But these guys, they've always been there for me, always supported me ever since I started doing comedy. Even before I did comedy, when I was a DJ, you know, like they were always supporting me. You were a DJ? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to talk while you're <laughs> trying to fill in time while you're getting up and getting the drink. <laughs> just buying yourself time and making shit up. <laughs> uh, the podcast uh, listeners, they appreciate it, man. They, I really appreciate all the listeners, man. Have you, be, have you been noticing on Twitter a lot of, been getting a lot of traction, man. Yeah, dude. A lot of people checking out the show, giving us feedback. That's so cool, man. Dude, that guy that did that, that rating oh, with yeah. the pictures and everything. Chabo. Damn. Talk about freaking putting your time into something. And yeah, man. Chabo uh, at Rated FK on Twitter. Really cool dude, man. Uh, he really loves. You know what's cool, man? Chabo is a, I didn't know this about him. He he listens to Tom Likas a lot. Oh, I see. And, I see. You know, you and me, we love Tom Likas. Yeah. Uh, he's all into him. And on his, did you read the article he wrote? Yeah. The, the yeah. blog about the podcast? Yeah. He said he used to listen to Tom Likas, and one day Joey Diaz was on there. Uh, and, you know, because Joey's friends with Tom Likas, and, and then he started listening to Joey's, and now he listens to ours. So we're, like, in his top three or five, which is an honor, dude, just to be part of somebody's daily life, for them to listen to a show that we're just fucking around, just putting out there for free for entertainment. Yeah. It's cool, man. No, you I get to meet some cool people. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And I think a lot of people appreciate um, podcasts, mm-hmm. especially taking time out of your day to just, just kind of talk about yeah. what's going on. And, you know, I, I'm i a musician, so before, all I did was listen to music. And yeah. I can't I can't remember the last time I sat down in my car and put in a CD or plugged in my iPod <coughs> to listen to music. Yeah. All, I do is listen to, all I do is listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says that all you do is talk about Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's funny because it makes everything is so personal, um, just the way it's so intimate. The way they they talk because it almost feels like you know who they are. Like yeah, like they're your friends. So I uh, sometimes I catch myself referring to Joe Rogan like if I knew him like if he yeah. was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, babe, dog Joe Rogan. Or even at work, I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah, listen to this podcast. I'm like let me guess, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's it, uh, you know, you're the one who freaking turned me on to podcasts. So I always turn you on. Yeah, you turn me on in other ways as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I I I don't know how. I see. I will, I used to listen to Tom Likas ever since he was on the radio, and when I found out he was back on the internet, um, doing his own thing on TuneIn Radio, the app, I was stoked about it. But it was around that time where podcasts were already blowing up, like around three years ago or something. Yeah, and I think I I I listened to Corollas for a little bit. Never really got into Corollas, even though I love Adam Corolla. I just the st- the style that Corolla does it was more of a radio show, you know. Yeah, like a morning radio. That's what he had in the morning, you know, before he got canceled. But then somehow I ran into Joe Rogan's podcast, and it was just conversations. Just it wasn't an interview. They weren't trying to be funny. 
if you're funny, you're funny. You just make it happen. But yeah. they're not out there trying to do bits and they're just hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, and then you hear Joey Diaz on there do, going on rants, getting pissed off at Brian Redman because Brian gave him some cheap weed and they just start. It's just hilarious and funny happens. They're not trying on purpose. It just happens. And it's not just that. It's not just also funny. It's also in, they got some great information. He's got some great guests oh, on yeah. there. I'm. I mean, dude, they freaking. Uh, it's not always comedians. Yeah, it's not always comedians. It's scientists, doctors, philosophers, mm-hmm. porn stars. You know, all yeah, <laughs> all these different things. And and you just see the view. You see somebody's view through their eyes. Somebody, yeah. somebody's view of life through their own eyes, and which is something good, and something I guess you know that benefits a lot of us, especially mm-hmm. the ones who were taught to only think one one way, or yeah, you know, it's and, and you get to know them and you get to know how they really are, dude. And holy crap, man! Like Rogan, Joey, all those guys—they're not just out there doing a podcast. And like like you said, it's like you know them. They don't know you, but you know everything about them because they're in your ear, you know, two hours out of the day. And when you go see them, they don't just do the show and get the fuck out of there. Like, fuck you guys. I just made money. I hate you, and I hate you because I've seen those freaking pictures yeah. with, Joe, with Joe Rogan <laughs> and Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir. You're an asshole. Why I'm am I an kidding. asshole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really jealous. Yeah, you should be jealous, bro, because Joe Rogan smells really nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, they, they stay after the show until the crowds are done, until the last person has taken a picture. Yeah. They're not charging. They do it for free, dude. Yeah. It's it's so cool, man. Um, yeah, these guys these guys are awesome. I mean, um, you you would never think these people were like that. Um, just by watching X, no Fear Factor, yeah. or watching. I saw the first time. I think I saw Joey Diaz. I think I've seen him before, but the one that I really remember is uh, the Longest Yard. Yeah. Um, I remember Ari Shafir, and I never, I knew about Ari Shafir, mm-hmm. and I did not realize for about a year that he was the the racist dude. Amazing racist. The amazing racist dude. Yeah. When I watched those videos, I was like in eighth grade, and I was like a wannabe gangster. Yeah. And I hated Ari Shafir. You hated I, him. I hated him because I know well he was just a comedian. Yeah. But I was just this little stupid ass kid, um, trying to find an outlet, and yeah. I tried to find it in gang supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know when I watched that, yeah. I was, like I hated Ari Shafir, even though it, it now that I watch it, it's hella funny. It's it's freaking hilarious. It's hilarious because you know it's stage and. The irony is that, I mean, some people don't get it. I mean, it's that he is a Jew, and he's dressed as a KKK member, you know? Yeah. And he's going into shops, a black dude shop, and he's being hella racist. <laughs> Bringing crosses. Yeah. <laughs> asking if he can burn them in yeah. front of the black guy's It's house. all over. <laughs> look up, for you guys listening, look up uh, Amazing Ra- Racist on YouTube. They're still up there. Other people, I put them up and look up Ari Shafir. They're hilarious. If you get pissed off, yeah, get get the stick out of your ass. Yeah, this is it's 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 funny stuff. It's, it's not skit. hurting anybody. It's it's yeah, it's racist. But who isn't racist? I bet you know if if yeah, you don't like but it, it's not it's not he's he's making fun of the racial people. Yeah, he's making a uh, 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 parody of idiots that go out there and dress up in a. But like I said, just because I've been there, just because I've been there, a lot of people are going to hate on him. Yeah, you know, not. I mean, I showed that video with the with the immigrants, the Mexicans, where he picks them up and, and then, then he, he throws, takes them to the ice. <laughs> yeah, he throws, he takes them to immigration. He's like, "I'm get you guys a job," and people don't get that. It was staged. Come on, guys. Yeah. It, 
they probably were immigrants, <laughs> but it was all stage. He probably, it was a fuck, you know, he probably paid him. And then he's throwing or- oranges at the end. It's, it's <laughs> fucked up, but it's funny, yeah, man. It's fu- and it's true. It's something. We're I Hispanic. Mean, you know, uh, I find humor in it. Why not? You know, it's just like I said, a lot of people just have a closed mind. Don't they they don't find the humor in anything. And, and they yeah. they I don't know. It's freaking stupid. You know, the first time I, I found out about Ari Shafir was um the very first time I before I started listening to the podcast. I remember seeing that video, the Mencia and Joe Rogan at the comedy store. Have you seen it? No. You never really seen it? Wait, which one? The one where uh, Rogan confronts Carlos Mencia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, you well, showed that to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, one of the jokes that Mencia stole, the joke about building the wall along the, the big fence on the border, and he said, who's going to build it? You know, and the joke is, well, the Mexicans, obviously. Yeah. Well, one of those jokes was Ari's. That was Ari's joke. Now, it's one of those jokes that anybody really probably can come up with it. But in this case, Ari had opened for Mencia prior, like a few months prior. And Mencia saw him do that joke. And then here comes fucking Mencia and steals it and does it on his special. So anyway, it wasn't just Ari, though. He was stealing from a bunch of people. Yeah, so So Rogan confronted him. Um, Bobby, uh, Lee. Bobby Lee, yeah, yeah his friend, yeah, um, a lot of it, uh, fucking Bill Cosby, I saw dude. Bill Cosby, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's nuts, and it's, yeah. uh, I mean, I understand there's jokes that could be parallel. It's happened with me. It's happened with a lot of people, but this was come on. It when it's a pattern, it's when it's a pattern, too, yeah, and it's from different people, and that's your reputation. So anyway, Joe Rogan confronted him, and and, Ari, and he calls up Ari Shafir, and he goes up on stage. Ari was like hella younger. He was probably an open micer at the time still. And uh, that's where I remember Ari from. And then I found out he was still hanging out with Rogan. I didn't know the whole history that then he he would, Rogan would take him on the road. And eventually Ari had his podcast. Yeah. You know, and now he has one of the, to me, Ari's is my favorite podcast out of everybody. That's why my podcast, I kind of do the same format. Because now I'm stealing from him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that, steals from Ari. I was, trying to, I was trying to say that, but I didn't want to be mean. I'm no. just kidding. No, I said it on my first episode. Yeah, I, I remember said, that. Uh, yeah. I was inspired by my favorite. One of my favorite comics is Ari Shafir, and he's See, a cool-ass dude. See, but there's there's a difference between getting inspired and yeah. straight up copying somebody. Yeah. Else, so, and this is what I mean by that is because sometimes not every episode because it's hard. It takes a lot of time to edit, but I grab a little section of the best part of the conversation of the podcast, thirty seconds, maybe a minute, like a and hook. I put it in the beginning. So it kind of hooks you, yeah. And then I then I do the intro, yeah, like he does it, and talk about whatever gives. But he doesn't do shout outs. I do shout outs, which other people. It's you know what fucking podcasting formatting. Everybody has different styles that we all adapt from each other. Um, let me give a big uh, a quick shout out to two of the podcasts I listen to. Have you ever heard of Brant Tobler? Brant Tobler. Um, you should check out this episode. He had Ari Shafir on there. Uh-huh. Brant Tobler does a podcast. You know what his format is? He asks, he does interviews, but he, he, he asks, um, 31 questions. So oh. the podcast is called the 31 podcast. So what he does is he has all these questions prepared, 31. Some of them are silly and some are, are, you know, about the comedian and he goes through the list. Every podcast is like that. Yeah. What's cool about it is that these questions spiral into conversations. Oh, like almost like topics. Yeah. Yeah. So um it could go uh, he had Ari Shafir on there, Burt Kreischer, B- 
from Kreischer. Yeah. <laughs> kept yeah. yeah, I remember when I saw your video with Ari Shafir, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. here with Ari Fashir. Ari Fashir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, when I know, first met him, I was so drunk. I couldn't pronounce his name. I'm like, you're Ari Fashir. Ari f- no, Ari Fashir. No, no, Ari Fashir. And I couldn't say it. I'm like, no, no, Ari Shafir. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at you like a uh, like, like, uh, dumbass uh, Mexican. No, no, he he was like, uh, "What the hell's going on with this guy?" Because <laughs> you didn't look drunk in that video. You don't look drunk. You when look I, when I get drunk, dude, people always tell me I don't look drunk, but I'm blacked out. <laughs> dude, I have a video on my phone where you're blacked out. Oh, San Francisco. And you look. I mean, you don't look blacked. Is that the out. San Francisco? One? Yeah. Oh yeah. You try to. Uh, I, I was I was trying to leave. You're we trying wanted, to leave, yeah. yeah. We found some shoes in the in the little courtyard, and you wanted me to take them yeah. to steal them. Um, you wanted to go. You were looking for your shoes, <laughs> and you put one one of your running shoes and one yeah. of your dress shoes on. Wow! <laughs> but it's something that happens. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, it happens to me. I mean, I think I kind of blacked I out last I kinda, night. I, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all blacked out last <laughs> night. No, uh, I, I think when when I drink, I just kind of hold it well. Um, like I was hearing my, uh, one of my friends that I just met through Twitter, uh, he has his own podcast. His name's Kyle, Kyle Fisher up in Washington. He was telling me too, you know, when he drinks, I don't know, maybe cause we're big guys, you know, uh, you just hold it more or you control it. But see, when I drink, I just kind of like, I want to, not that I want to pretend that I'm not drunk, but because I came from that Christian background, I would always act like <coughs> I'm not drunk. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, which is, <laughs> it's it that that's hella funny because like uh, you asked me at first about um you know how, if I'm still going to church and all that yeah um since I'm a musician I am I am in church right now mm-hmm. um but what I'm doing is I'm just playing um kind of like contracted drummer uh, oh, or okay. percussionist type thing yeah so I still kind of have to keep um I have to keep uh kind of a front i guess you can say i mean just to be honest i mean um just keep a good reputation because uh i guess some worship leaders they they know all they're looking for is a great musician but you still Mm. can't you know you still can't just yeah um i don't know how to explain it yeah well some some churches they'll want to make sure that you uh you're really okay right with god and and spiritually, you know, living the walk, walking the walk. Yeah, well, these guys don't, not really. They just don't want me to be... Um, Smoking weed on stage. No, no, oh. they don't want me to be, like, giving the wrong impression Showing to people, drunk. like, little kids or stuff oh, like that. Like pulling out your cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I still I still keep, keep a good reputation, or and a lot of people just, uh, think um, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a... You know, I go to church all the time, and I and I practice all the same things that I used to, and all that. Mm-hmm. And I really don't. I just do it because I play, and I get you know. Sometimes I get paid for it, or also for the love of just playing music. Right. Um, and uh, just recently, uh, we went to the IMAX theater. Um, oh, the new one up in Sparks. Yeah, finally after like ten years of a crappy, you know, century theaters. <laughs> century theater yeah. theaters. Um, well, they weren't crappy. Now they're crappy that we have an IMAX because I went yeah. back to the Santee Theater and holy crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the cool thing about this IMAX, uh, the Galaxy Theater's up in Reno now. Uh, you could buy beer and wine, yes, hot dogs. Exactly. like You know? <laughs> so, so you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I go to church. I still, I, I'm playing music mm-hmm. mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to just keep a good reputation, but my yeah. mentality is a lot different. Um, I just try not to 
create bigger issues, especially right. with my family, things like that. So I try to keep a good reputation, especially because I play. Let me say something, too, though. Yeah. And for anybody listening that um, are friends or, or if you have religious beliefs, I have nothing but respect for everybody. Seriously. I joke around a lot on the last podcast. We said something like Iggy, the comedian, said, I said, uh, he was cussing. I'm like, oh, no, bro, Christians listen to this. Uh, I don't like cussing. He's like, well, fuck him. I'm like, all right, fuck him this week. So fuck Christians. Like, it was a joke. Just want to state that. I, I have nothing but respect. I have family members. Uh, we come from a hardcore religious family, but I'm not one of those that left and left with fucking rage. And no, I still have, I, just because my beliefs now don't apply, they're not the same as our old ways doesn't mean I fucking disrespect them. I really have a lot of respect for my friends and family. You know? Yeah, sa- and same here. I mean, and I, I want to have some of them on here, and we could discuss. I don't like to fight or, or argue, but I like to discuss but, you know, things. But, but you know? when you talk to Christian people or any type of religious person, I mean, it could even be an atheist. It, some of it, them could it, be very close. Most of them turns into a, an argument most of the time. Yeah, it could. It, I guess it really depends on how you control the conversation, you know? Yeah. If I would feel that it's turning into an argument and, like, you're just talking to a wall, would just be like, oh, I'll stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just continue and never upload it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> there's there's a few podcasts that I have not uploaded because of that. Because uh, yeah, I think I'm in, like, four of those, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I just want to say that. Sorry. But so you were saying, so you go to church. Okay, so we're going to church, you know, mm-hmm. do, do do the thing. I My beliefs are totally, like, 180, mm-hmm. 180 degrees different. Um, turned around. Yeah. I've opened my eyes to a, a, a bigger um, view of the world. Yeah, ayahuasca. Perspective. Yeah, pers- ayahuasca, psychedelics. <laughs> uh, I haven't done any of them, <laughs> but I'm very interested. Anyway, um, I I try to keep just a good reputation just because yeah. I'm playing and and um, that's what I love to do. Right. Um, so we go watch. We go. Me and my cousin go. We're gonna watch the movie Noah. Mm-hmm. Looks freaking at the dope. Galaxy Theater. At the Galaxy Theater. <laughs> so you bought a beer and watched them? No, <laughs> <laughs> of course. But check this or out. Did you buy what? I did you, not. Uh, you did, right? What? Did you buy some booze? Yes. Check this out. <laughs> you have to. I walk in. If you go to a theater that's gonna sell booze, <laughs> I don't care if you're watching The Son of God. You have to. Yeah. Walk yeah. In. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta the buy beer. Passion of the Christ. Yeah. You gotta buy beer. Get a forty. It's a sin to not buy beer. So I I didn't think I didn't think this through. I did not put two and two together. Think I'm on a Sunday night. It's yeah. ten thirty at night. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go watch a Christian-based movie uh-huh. or a Bible-based movie. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go buy a beer and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, bro. I go. I buy my beer. I get a tall Sierra Nevada, which is one of my favorite beers. Mm-hmm. As soon as I turn around, I see Lizzie's mom. Uh huh. Lizzie's mom is a pastor of one yeah. of the biggest church—not biggest church, but a bigger church of Reno. Yeah. <laughs> and like 15 <laughs> members of her oh, church. Crap. Her brother, who is the worship leader, correct? Yeah. And they all know you. And they all know me. They all, we all grew up together. They all know that I play in church. <laughs> yeah. And then I see some members from the church that I am actually playing at right oh, now. Oh, are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. So I'm cornered because some of them are coming out from the theater. Um, and the other ones are going to go into the theater. Yeah. I don't know what the hell to do. Luckily, my cousin, oh. Saul, Saulito Gonzalez. Was he drinking too? He was drinking too, oh. but he he got he didn't get a draft beer. He got a Corona, mm-hmm. and so a Corona they have to open the the can and. Oh yeah. It. So I slid my beer to him. Oh, 
and he made him, was, look, like made him <laughs> look like the perpetrator. <laughs> made him look like the bad guy. No, I just, I just don't. I, ju- I try to avoid confrontation, yeah. especially in Reno, such a small freaking city. Yeah, man. And you know, even Me by too. hearing this pod, by doing this podcast, you know, you never, uh, you know, I really don't care. I just try not to make a scene, try right. not to make drama, create it. If right. I, if I have to defend myself, I will. I'm not scared. Of doing that, I just try not to create any, you know, drama, yeah. especially because my parents come from this big background in church, yeah, you know, type of thing. So my, so my mother-in-law didn't see so them. She saw me. She came up and said hi. Oh, okay. But you know, she knew I was standing. There's two separate lines. There's a line for the Christian concession stand, yeah. <laughs> and there's a line for the for the secular concessions, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like wow. beer and all that, wine and all that. You know what's sad about this, though, right? What you had to watch that shitty movie <laughs> sober. <laughs> No, <laughs> I actually did take it in. Oh, you did. My cousin carried the drink. I walked in. I, I, he carried it just into the theater. Yeah. Um, and I carried it all the way in. Luckily, we were in the Sucked IMAX. Sucked it down with the, the straw. Five, the five, <laughs> yeah, we were in the five seater, five hundred yeah. seater, uh, five seater. Imagine I get caught like, Holy damn, shit. this guy's <laughs> drinking. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Um, well, so. You know, they were sitting towards the middle because that theater is freaking huge. Yeah. It is. So we were sitting top. You know, I drank my beer. the The movie I thought I thought it was pretty good. I uh, I yeah, didn't I like. like it. At I first, I didn't like it, but know, spo- then I start thinking about it. And then there's spoiler alerts. You know. Oh yeah, spoiler. Uh, anybody that hasn't seen the movie Noah, tur- and you might get pissed like off. Minutes. We're gonna talk about the movie Noah. Okay, yeah. it's in the Bible, so you know what fucking happens. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know uh, the spoiler alerts are the part that are not in the Bible. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so, seriously, I don't. Uh, I hate spoilers. So when people don't give spoilers, this is a spoiler alert. If you want to fast forward or stop listening, yeah, we do want to discuss this though. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially since we come from uh, you know religious backgrounds. Yeah, the the first thing, the first thing about the movie itself, yeah, is. It it looks like they all bought their clothes from H and M. Their clothes looked all perfect. They're wearing gloves with the fingers cut off. <laughs> yeah, damn. All, I, you know, their their wardrobe looked better than what I'm wearing yeah. right now. <laughs> and I'm in Vegas trying to impress people. <laughs> look, I, I overall I think this movie was. Uh, at first, I was pissed off because, uh, you know, it, it, there's it's a little bit shitty the storyline. But what I like about it though, man, is that they got creative. Yeah. I think they could have got more creative, but they did get creative. Yeah, they got. I like that. Yeah, dude. I, I think you know. I made up my mind within the first twenty minutes that I hated that movie. Yeah. Just as long as you make your mind up and you're like, hey. No, no, no. It was the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. but definitely after getting through it, I decided I really did like yeah. it. And I ch- it changed my I mind. Feel the same way. Because it was really cheesy at the beginning with you know mm-hmm. the spoiler alert again with the uh, those freaking damn Jane's and the giant peach rocks <laughs> freaking look like i was watching the ha- watchers the fallen yeah. angels look like i was there watching were rocks the, yeah it looks like i was watching james and the giant peach or <laughs> yeah. one of those clay animation like a, movies yeah like, like a stop motion <laughs> it was hor- the graphics were horrible bro i think they were horrible no, overall i think just the just the rocks were the cga no no, no the cgi dude like. there was there were scenes where you could tell they're walking in a green screen their little bodies are walking in this giant picture no i guess i didn't really look at that maybe when i was too when they're running away and they're like in a uh the boneyard yeah uh, running away from the men with his family oh yeah that you're looks right. so yeah, fake you're dude right. it looked like um like those hollywood walls you know it just looked fake like when you go to disneyland to like tomorrowland and they have the <laughs> fake mountains and yeah it kind yeah. of feels <laughs> yeah, like you're like, that. like they're real mountains but they're not yeah <laughs> yeah i know what you're talking but about but the storyline i i i like how the uh, 
the writer, didn't you say he was an atheist or something? That's what I. That's what you see. This is this is. I don't know. One thing that he that, got creative though. Yeah, this is one thing that pisses me off is that um, most of my family are saying they're not going to go watch the movie because boycotting atheist, it. Yeah, because okay. they're they're because they're saying an atheist um, and then some, created some it. Some people go thinking it's going to be I'm a thinking, real legit yeah, Christian movie. And I'm <laughs> thinking like. First of all, this never says that it was directed by the the author of the Bible, <laughs> Kirk Cameron. <yeah. laughs> it never says that it's it's a big Christian name. Yes, yeah. you know, se- it's a Hollywood freaking movie. Second of all, who directed Passion of the Freaking Christ? Mm-hmm. You know, Mel Gibson. And and you know, it, but yeah, I don't know. It's freaking stupid. Like yeah. they they'll go watch Passion of the Christ. Yeah, you know. Um, directed by Mel Mel Gibson, who I you know goes on. God his, was a good one. Yeah, I heard that was good. But you know, Mel Gibson was crazy. You know, he yeah, had his crazy binges crazy, and all that. Yeah. But yeah, no, we're he's not gonna racist. go watch. Yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna go watch Noah because, like, ah, oh, calm down. Yeah. You you can watch all these other movies though. You, you can know? watch the movie Hercules. It's yeah. about a myth, and it's okay. They change it every 300, time. Three hundred. You know, all these yeah. people are going to go. I'm gonna go watch three hundred. Talking about different Cutting gods and and different things. <laughs> but no, let's not go watch no. Yeah. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's stupid. It's very stupid, man. But um. Yeah, it just it just people that close minded and uh, in that case never watch any movie. Don't even watch Passion of Christ because every time you're gonna see a movie in Hollywood based on the Bible, it's always gonna change a little bit. Yeah, they're gonna change it. Th- well, I'm sure that the the story in the Bible itself is a lot different than how it was originally. Prove written, it, bro. You know? Prove it right now. Prove <laughs> it to me right now. <laughs> you fucking uh, heretic! How dare you! <laughs> Never, Show me proof. Never doing a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, here's why I liked um, the creativity of Noah. Why are you looking at your phone, bitch? We're doing a podcast. I'm sorry, bro. It's just because oh. uh, my girl, she's on her way over here. And uh, and she can't find her sure way? She's good. No, well, she's with your girl. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. She's just... Um, no, she was just texting me. I just want to make sure she's good because we. Ca- I kind of like not ditched her, but you know, oh. she's doing her own thing. So I just want to. It kind of worked out. They cool. went to pick up Babel, and now we're doing a podcast. So. Yeah, no, it's perfect. I just want to make yeah. sure I'm not ignoring her. Anymore. No, yeah. Um, what's that? No, yeah. Just a no, yeah. At the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. What does that mean? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like how they got creative in the in the sense that he never really heard God's voice. And it was uh, more like um, a vision that he had. I like that because in reality, when people say, I heard God's voice and you always feel, you always think, oh, here it comes. Here comes God. He's going to talk from heaven. He's going to be like, Noah, build me an ark. Instead, he was having these weird dreams. And then he meets his grandfather, Methuselah, in a fucking cave while he's jerking off. (laughs) Can you imagine how many <laughs> times? Berries, bro. <laughs> he's like, oh, I want some berries. Give me some fucking he's berries. Like, berries and cream. Berries and cream. Oh, my God. This guy was obsessed with berries. That guy Methuselah. was badass, though. John Voight? Was it John Voight? No, it's, uh, what's his what name? Actor? Hannibal. The Hannibal, Hannibal guy. Hannibal guy. Um, Great actor. Ah, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Great actor. It was awesome. He um, Noah goes and finds Methuselah because he's having these crazy dreams of a flood, people dying in water, and he doesn't get it. He doesn't know what's happening. So he finds Methuselah, the oldest man alive. And remember I told you I went to Bible college? Yeah, he was 36 years old. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, this is what I learned in Bible college. Uh, Methuselah's name means at my death, judgment will come. Every name in the Bible has a meaning. Um I forgot what Noah's name 
what meaning it has. But so according to the Bible, when Methuselah dies, the flood was coming. The judgment was coming. Mm -hmm. That's why when you see Methuselah eat that fucking berry and poison himself, to <laughs> that's why when the fucking flood came. Um, they took that from the Bible, obviously, because yeah. in my they did the research. Methuselah. Yeah. Well, of course, I, I can imagine the. In my know. death, judgment will come. I, yeah. So Noah finds Methuselah in this cave, and Methuselah is like this wise man, fucking sage, and uh, he tells him he's concerned about his dreams, and he's very confused. Russell Crowe, fat ass, he got fat, dude. He Holy did. shit. Um, and Methuselah gives him this tea. Okay. This is pretty cool. I that, like this part that, a lot. I love that. I part. love this yeah. part. This is why I say they got creative. That turned that turned that that I fucking hate this movie mm -hmm. into this is pretty freaking dope. He gave him this tea, and he's like, "The medicine is in is the tea. The answer is in the medicine. The answer is in the medicine." Yeah. And then fucking Noah has this crazy psychedelic trip, dude. And this is what I'm thinking. He gave him some fucking ayahuasca, bro. <laughs> some DMT. Some DMT. Damn. I put on, on Twitter, I said, uh, if anybody thought that it was an ayahuasca reference, and this guy on Twitter said, no, they're from different time periods. Don't get it confused. I'm like, idiot. The movie Noah came out last Friday. It was written in this time period. Obviously, the creator of this movie, the writer, was inspired by some psychedelic shit. Because he didn't want to include the voice of God. Instead, he included this tea and the the answers in the medicine, he said. He didn't call it ayahuasca. It doesn't have to be ayahuasca. It doesn't have to be ayahuasca. It could be DMT, though. Yeah. Yeah, DMTs. They, see, that, that's or it one could thing be is, any psychedelic drug. Yeah, that's Mushrooms. One, yeah, that's one thing I, I learned in, in Joe Rogan's or what they t talk yeah. about is, like, you know, when Moses saw the burning bush. Yeah. It could have been, you know, some sort of psychedelic plant that mm -hmm. caught made him hallucinate yeah um and it's not i mean it's are I you talking know. about moses yeah like the bush the burning bush the burning bush exactly yeah. they've they there's re they've done research that there's a plant that has dmt in it right well that's and how they, they get ayahuasca yeah. and they call it burning bush the burning bush in the bible what was this burning bush could it be that he was inhaling all this fucking dmt smoking and, and then he heard god's voice and he uh had this crazy revelation you know yeah um, so Noah has this crazy revelation, the psychedelic trick, trip is what I call it. It could have been mushroom tea, it could have been whatever, but he had something, dude. And I hate using the word drug, but it's it's kind of like a vehicle to take you to this other place, I believe, to understand certain things, yeah. you know? So all of a sudden, Noah understands everything, and everything makes sense. Kind of like when you hear people that done ayahuasca. Yeah. They talk. They give testimonials that now they understand they were healed from um, certain things, certain demons in their past. You know, which if you want to hear a very good one, mm -hmm. would be listen to Joe Rogan, jo the Joe Rogan Experience podcast with Amber Lyon. Amber Lyon. That yes, was seriously, that's awesome. a really good episode. Yeah, very great. Um, and very great freaking podcast. Yeah. Talking about ayahuasca, her experience, yeah. and she goes into detail. Mm -hmm. she, she, not just that, she. There's a lot of people who are curious about that, and she also goes into detail about um, what to do, what not to do, what to be aware of, what not to. So it's it's a really great podcast. And yeah. I, and the the good thing was, and it, and it was perfect timing because I had just finished that podcast. Yeah. Then I went to go watch Noah. Okay. And it totally freaking blew I, my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's, it's perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had just. Uh, listen to that one and then recently also the dennis mckenna and the other dude 
I just listened to that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I, I want to listen to Dennis McKenna. Joe Rogan yeah. talks about Dennis McKenna a lot. That's a that um, yeah, Joe Rogan's podcast, man. It's it's badass. It's a great source of information. Obviously, we're all influenced by. It. We're talking about ayahuasca. I know uh, Amber Lyon was influenced by it because she had never and done she, ayahuasca or none of that. Yeah, spoiler. She was inspired. <laughs> spoiler alert to the podcast. <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should call this the spoiler the alert spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> episode. Um. But yeah, I, I, on the nothing but spoilers. Amber Lyon had been on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan talked about ayahuasca, and she got really interested in it. So she, she took a year. She used to be a reporter on CNN. Yeah, and she took a, a journal, journalist, whatever. She took a year off and went on this psychedelic research. Yeah, like she started she doing exploring, and she went down to Peru, did ayahuasca, and it's funny because they're like, uh, yeah, Joe Rogan talked about it, you know, and and. They're, they asked him, oh, who who told you to you know, do you hear this? About this? How'd you hear about you know, that? Oh, through Joe Rogan. They're like, oh, he's you know, never he's done never it before. Done <laughs> before right? that, that was <laughs> That was funny, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because we've never done it. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and what turned me on was it. that she, the way she explains it, she seemed like she was going through something very depressing. Yeah. Like she was, mm -hmm. you know, all, it sounded like almost could have been the verge of suicide because the way that she's talking yeah. about her life spiraling down. Yeah. And, you know, all this anxiety and everything. So. Um, go listen to it. Yeah, I think definitely. That's all I could say is, and to come back to it, that's why I think Noah was pretty badass. The story was a little bit shitty. the The movie was a little bit shitty for sure, but I liked that that section. That section of uh, it wasn't just God's voice from heaven. You and know, I like how they call him the Creator too. Not, I like that not too. In one not in one scene of that movie did they say God. Never said God. I never said that God. Too. They said the Creator. The Creator is Which what they makes said. Which makes it makes something when you think of God, it's almost like a boss. Mm -hmm. Like you, not all the time do you. The like word God boss, has a bad rap. You know, pretty bad. But rap. when you have a Creator, like I can call my parents a Creator. I love my parents. You know, they There's created you. There's a big you. difference. They created me, so I like that. Ver that. I like that expression to whatever is out there. I would have preferred the architect. The <laughs> <laughs> no, I like major architecture <laughs> or the programmer. The, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the network technician. The matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to call God I, the IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. The creator. Yeah. Um, this is where I think they could have got more creative. Okay, in this movie, Noah. In the Bible, is not the only story uh, that talks about a flood in the history of books, okay? Yeah. The, the flood of Gilgamesh. That's another story. China, they have flood stories in China. A man and his wife, three sons, three daughters, went on a boat, saved all the animals. This fucking story is around the world, man. Yeah. That's why I think something really did happen. I don't know what the hell it was. Well, it, or yeah. if it didn't happen, I think somebody... At one point, it all came from one person. It had to come from one source, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it happened. I'm not going to sit here and debate that. But this story came from that source. Yeah, yeah. From one source. Yeah. The Incas have a story. The Aztecs. How the hell do you get across oceans and have the same fucking story? Yeah. So It's this almost like that 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 movie, Zeitgeist, that I've seen the documentary. I want to see that. kind of has the same. Uh, okay. It's almost the same thing as Jesus' story. Yeah. You know, every... Okay, there's yeah. A, there's, like, more than... You know, I, I forget how many... Or that movie, The God Wasn't There, The God the That God, Wasn't There. Yeah, but that one's not... That one's more towards, like, religion. Like, more towards Christianity. I this see. one is talking about the story, like, of Jesus and how there's more than, 
like a number Zorus you know you know um, yeah different uh, Horus and Horus you know, all those <laughs> yeah. all those stories that uh-huh. are similar to yeah so you know it's Noah I think is probably about the same thing. I think Noah would have been obviously the way to go because you're gonna sell tickets you're gonna sell movie tickets I, everybody knows Noah but here's why I think it could got creative because everybody has a story around the world I think the next movie Fuck, I want to write the next movie. <laughs> it should be the story of Noah, but his name doesn't have to be Noah. And they could really make a badass movie, dude. A badass sci-fi movie about this. And mix like all futuristic? the stories. Uh, maybe not futuristic. Like but not futuristic, but like in current time? Or? No, not current, but still in the age of old. But mixing the stories of bringing the elements from the Chinese, bringing the elements from... The Aztecs. If you go on Google and type in flood stories, you get these crazy stories like the uh, Aztecs, the Incas, that had this story that men were sticks and they walked the earth and God cut them down. There's actually some of these stories have the creation and then God wipes out creation, uh, does another creation like up to six times. So it didn't just happen once. Go do ayahuasca and try to figure it out. I'm going to do some ayahuasca. (laughs) Something happened. There's a lot of shit in this world that we don't know. Uh, you have shows like Ancient Aliens that try to attribute everything to aliens. Uh, maybe I don't know what the hell. See, maybe it's something else. But what was it? And, that, you know? see, and that's like, what t- and that's what makes it so hard to try to pinpoint it to one single thing and just say no. That's this and is that's what the mistake people do. Yeah, and that's a mistake. Yeah, and that's you that's know. That's why that's I don't like to go with the whole Ancient Aliens is the only way, or you know, Christianity. Um, you know, or there or or Christianity is the only way, or or we're in this. Uh, um, what is the uh, Matrix uh, uh, simulation? We're in the simulation game in this world. Yeah. I, I kind of lean towards that because there's some crazy shit that I feel like. Um, see, if we start talking about this kind of shit, people are going to think you're crazy. It just doesn't make sense. We can't put it in our fucking puny brains because like what they say about ay- ayahuasca or DMT, when you get going these psychedelic trips, what Dennis McKenna was saying, it, you could sit there and try to explain it. But there's no way you could really explain it. You can't really put it in words because the words don't exist for what you saw. Yeah, and it's like um, I like what they talk about too. What like all these people that do that have done DMT, Joe Rogan, you know, yeah, um, or ayahuasca, like Amberline, and they say it's they hear these they hear these certain things, but mm-hmm. it's not spoken. Right. It's they just know that's what's going on. They know it's telling them we're gonna fix you. They know it's telling them you're you're, you know it's anxiety. They know. Right. So I think yeah. They call the spirit of ayahuasca for a Christian, that would be a demon. Yeah. The oh spirit yeah. Spirit of ayahuasca. What do you mean? That's, that's a fucking de- yeah. That's freaking witchcraft. Exactly. You know, freaking well, it goes back to uh, in the New Testament. Um, there's uh, in the Book of Corinthians and in, and yeah, it's in the Book of Corinthians. I think maybe chapter eleven. W- Paul gives a, a list of people that will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. The drunkards, the fornicators, the Damn blah, blah, da, 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 da. One of them is the, the, uh, those who do sorcery, like you. <laughs> but okay they used the word <laughs> i don't get drunk and i don't do <laughs> no no fuck fuck getting drunk and fuck uh adultery but i i do sorcery yeah you do sorcery i'm <laughs> drinking a beer right now but i'm still <laughs> i'm not getting into heaven because of sorcery <laughs> <laughs> <Is that crazy? laughs> 
you're a fucking witch, bro. <laughs> 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 fucking doing all the santeria and shit. <laughs> Came in here choking a chicken. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong chicken. <laughs> that was the wrong chicken. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But um, the word sorcery in the English Bible, if you look in the Greek, the word they used for it was the word pharmakia. Pharmakia is the root word where we get our name now for pharmacy. Yeah, so that's a... Okay, so he specifically says those who practice fucking drugs. Drugs, okay? yeah, yeah. Um, why? Because a lot of the sorcerers, the people that were the the heretics, they would get, do fucking drugs, do psychedelic trips, and they thought they were spirits, and they thought like Moses, fucking God is talking to me, or you know, and they they fucking got into some crazy shit. Yeah, is there spirits out there that influence you for good stuff or bad stuff? Maybe, yes, I think so. Maybe not. Yeah. You know, but obviously it was forbidden, you know? Well, I just think it, it's uh, almost like a, so like a way of, uh, of not letting you think right. outside the box, almost right. controlling you. To then, control you. You know, it's just like, you know, instead of, uh, you know, let's have him drink this to see if he can come up with some sort of, but no, it's like, no, he's going to be better than us. He's going to learn how to overtake us. Yes. That's against the law. That's against God. That's against right. this, you know fuck you and, yes. and don't do it it's like the book of eli i love the message of the book of that eli. movie is badass dude. They, he wanted the book the bible so he could control these people so he could be their king yeah it's a badass movie dude um that fucking ipod is a piece of shit now you realize that that I, he the ipod he had Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it was one of those old ones, black and gray, black and green. <laughs> the that you like got to spin, <laughs> you gotta spin you gotta the little the wheel. <laughs> it's like it's like a phone, like the old school phone. That you got to spin the dial. I won't watch this movie ever again because now when I look at him, it doesn't so hold I up. Gotta, yeah, I it got, an, I got an iPod, iPod Touch. <laughs> yeah, if you would have used the iPod Touch, I would have. <laughs> but now it doesn't hold up because of that. Yeah, everything else is okay, but the iPod fucking killed it for me. <laughs> see, but see, some okay. Check this out. You know how in that the movie, The Book of Eli, he has to translate the bible because only he can read it because he's fucking blind oh yeah yeah you don't know how he could have thought of things or, or read things different than the way we do you don't yeah. know how he could have trained it could have been a That's lot true. different than the way he's it was a man he has a dick know? you know he's gonna be <laughs> persuaded to do whatever he wants to fucking get a bust nut <laughs> that's what it comes down to dude control like it comes down to men trying to bust a nut control yeah. you know Control. You get women. You get fucking power. It really comes down to that, man. Power. Um, when you go to these little tribes in the fucking Amazon, men are trying to control people, and um, I don't know. They have their own rituals, their own little religions. No, they it's start not even up. there. It's your work. You know, it's your work. Who's trying to control you. You know, exactly. And not not just that. The United States. You know, you got your president. You right. Know, who are you gonna vote for? Who has the more? Who has the most power, you know? Yeah. And that's who you're going to vote for, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's. Just, I, I think it's something natural that that happens upon us. Upon us. Us. I mm -hmm. uh, can't even talk. Upon us humans. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't have to be that way, you know? We yeah. can all work as, as one or work, you know, to to make, to be unified, you know? Right. Not, not try to be But religion is always, I for the, in the history of mankind, we've seen religion has been a way to control uh, masses. Yeah. And I it can be any type of religion. I think it's in, in, a, in a big way, it's good. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to be 100 years from now, but hey, man, uh, in a way, it has been good because what if you couldn't control the masses? We would have been fucked. No, you know? but then what do you... 
No, because I think more people are fucked are getting fucked out of living, uh, you know, think of being able to think outside the box, you know, being able to. But you want, you don't want, uh, maybe, okay, this might sound a little bit greedy or kind of, look, you don't want everybody to think outside the box because then, then you're just going to be like, how should I say this? You got to have dumb people, dude. You really do. <laughs> well, dumb people are going to be dumb no matter what. I mean, I don't think That's you have what to I'm have saying. them. Uh, but I don't think you you have to ha- hold the religion. Until it's like, okay, it's it's like me. Um, somebody tells me that I can't drink under 21. I'm going to go drink because right. it's, you know, it's right. against the law. Exactly. I'm, That's I'm, dumb. You know, so with religion, you can't kill. People are like, oh, fuck, people have a really bad day. It's against the law. It's fucking thrilling. I'm going to go kill somebody, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Well, I think I, reli- I think religion, here, here's the thing. I think religion is good for a lot of people. A lot of people need it. And I know I needed it at 15. Yeah. Holy shit, I needed it. I know my dad needed it, as, you know, needed it while he was, uh, you know, being you know an alcoholic. Yeah, it helps a lot of people, bro. He hasn't touched alcohol for about thirty years. Yeah, praise um, God. Drugs or anything. <laughs> 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 you turn all religious. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I know how to. I don't know how to speak cr- Christianese, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's all funny. Praise but, the Lord. You know, I that, I do think that I do think some people need it. Some it helps some people. Yeah, it doesn't help all everybody. No, but I think it's great for people, yeah. And I, that's why I say I have tons of respect for people I have it. There's people that go the far end and they, ju- they just start thinking people are religious or idiots. No, they're not. There's a lot of smart, a lot of smart, smart people, and yeah. awesome people and good-hearted people. Yeah, yeah, hell okay, yeah. Okay, big. I don't think my 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 homie uh, Doughboy Raúl Masariego listens to us. Maybe he will. But big shout out to him. I love this dude. Cool ass dude. Since he was a little kid, me and him been really close. And look, even though I'm not in the whole religious routine anymore. And on your way to hell. Yeah, fuck uh-huh. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But man, this guy, Raul, has shown nothing but love towards me. And that's that Christ love, Christ-like love towards me. Nothing but like that grace, you know, towards me. Like he hasn't cast, maybe he's done it in his head or with his wife, cast judgment. We're all humans. We're it's all okay. Humans, yeah. But to me, he has done nothing but show love towards me. Yeah. And I'm sure he has prayed for me. See. Okay. And yeah. I and I have tons of respect for him. And I actually want to get him to come on the podcast one day and discuss religion with uh, somebody when I go to Reno, and talk about religion. And I'm gonna be kind of, uh, you know like the neutral guy. I just want to sit there and interview <laughs> and ask just, questions. Uh, just release the pitfalls. Yeah. Release. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want it to be a debate. I want it to be a good discussion. You know. Um. But, uh, yeah, like, he, he's somebody I have tons of respect. Uh, another per, another people is uh, a couple. My pastor from Harvest Family Fellowship up yeah. in Reno, where I used to be a, a youth, uh, not youth leader, but a young adults leader. Fuck, this beer is hard to open. We're talking about. <laughs> I know. We're like t- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Sound like a little fart. I know. <laughs> like the one that you've. Yeah, the one I did, <laughs> the in, one your, in, did your, in my in face. Your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I should have done it in your mouth. Pink mouth, bro. Uh, but look, the pastor up in Reno, uh, his wife, Nicole, they have done nothing but show love towards me, me and Danya, and just always showing their love, never casting a stone. You know what yeah. I mean? Or a spell. And they're out there they serving the community for a lot of people that need God in their lives. You know, and I'm speaking Christianese right now. No, see, but that's that's that. 
even though I'm not too religious and, and my beliefs are a little different, I do like what Jesus Christ was about. And exactly. it was about love because nowhere in yes. the Bible did, did did Jesus, you know, he sat down with the people that did drugs, the people that, that were prostitutes, right. the, the people that lied, the right. thieves. And he whipped the people that were in the, the church. The religious judging, ones. The religious ones. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. But not a lot of people show it. A lot of people have these big egos and yeah. just want to take this control and, and want to, want you know, they're prideful. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's not what it's all about. It's not even close, you know. It's yeah. If you really read the Bible and you see what Jesus is about. Here's the, here's, this is why Christianity and, uh, you know, non-denominational, we get a, a bad rep. For the our history, our backgrounds, because of assholes that come to church and steal from people. There's a lot of bad also. There's good, but I think there's more bad in 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 the churches. That's why you see some churches that are more fundamental and they don't follow the ways. Like my 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 friend Raul, his church is one of those churches that all they do is give and they just want to teach. They're not bringing in these dickheads trying to steal money. Then there's churches. Where, like, when I was growing up, I would see these assholes come to church with a fucking gold watch, nice Armani suit. The Nolly cars. <laughs> yes. And then there would be, like, God just revealed to me that 100 people are going to give $100. A thousand dollars. No, or a thousand dollars. Dude, I got suckered into that shit, bro, Yeah. one time. And I remember Here you I see a, a masses of people. And a lot of people went in there. And, yeah, there was two or three people that said... um that said, you know, oh yeah, God bless me. He 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 put some money in my bank account. But mm -hmm. what happened to the other the other ninety three people that that did <laughs> that didn't? Yeah. Um, and that that that's what sucks. I got sucked into that too, and I struggled for like a month to catch up. Yeah. What room are we in? Sorry, dude. Oh, it's all good. We're in room um dude. eleven. 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 Mother, fuck you. All right, sorry guys. My phone was ringing. My girl just called me. She's downstairs. I have to go downstairs and get her to come up to the room with Avo and everybody. And my girl. We'll, we'll be Jamie. doing some more podcasts. And oh yeah, and Jamie. Um, but hey, man, this was a good discussion. Overall, I just want to say it was a great discussion about our, you know, our our background. We both come from really hardcore Christian backgrounds. And again, you know, uh, if you're doing what you're doing, keep doing it. Uh, and respect others what they believe pretty much i know i i'll say this again i i cuss or you know say fuck or whatever and we're talking about this i mean but i have nothing but respect for you guys i mean it's just a conversation but we're recording a conversation that we have in closed doors all the time anyway when we go to denny's and sit down and you know it's just you know and freedom for of speech. Freedom of speech, <laughs> man. And for the record, uh, the beer I was opening was for Sammy because I'm not drinking right now. Uh, because he... I just want to expose Sammy and let everybody wow, know that I was drinking bro. water <laughs> the wow. whole time. Now Danya's mom, or Lizzie's I'm gonna mom show is this really going to be... You were buying the <laughs> I'm going to show this to Danya's mom. <laughs> wow. And uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to cut this part right here and send her an uh, audio file just so she knows that you were drinking on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Asshole. Piece of shit. Oh, dude. I'm Come just on. kidding. I'm sorry. Now you're being disrespectful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, it was, uh, it was cool having you, man. Uh, this time around, just you and me just hitting here. 
like we always do. <laughs> we're like if you guys keep coming to this room we are both sitting in here butt naked doing Whoa, this podcast first of all <laughs> i'm not kidding. naked okay <laughs> i am wearing my briefs yeah just because i have my wiener sticking out of my briefs to the <laughs> pee hole doesn't mean that i'm naked bro get it straight <laughs> all right well thanks guys thanks Thank, for listening motherfuckers. yeah thanks thanks for having me on thanks for the invite this is uh a pleasure to be here with you in Las Vegas. What time is church tomorrow? Uh, church is at, I think it's at 666. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man. Are you, fucking, are you fucking kidding me? 666? I, I, I got confused. You're, six, you got confused. 656, There's no such bro. thing as 66. <laughs> Asshole. That's 656. Wow. I hope you burn. <laughs> fucking diablo. Damn. You see you see how Christians treat you? <laughs> you see how Christians treat you sometimes? <laughs> you gotta rebel. Power to the people. Oh yeah, we pray. We got the break with the make it today.